welcome to the Park Road Podcast for June 2nd, 2019. Today's podcast is a sermon given by Russ Dean, co-pastor with Amy Jackstein at Park Road Baptist Church. His sermon today is entitled, Thinking About Time. High school graduates, let's talk about time. Oh my, how can it be that you are graduating from high school, time flies. Anybody remember, anybody here when Maddie Counts was born? There are a few folks here who remember when Maddie Counts was born. Anybody remember when Annette Sam came to this country and became a part of Park Road Baptist Church? Yeah, some hands there. Anybody remember when God brought Brian Knight to this church? (laughs) David and Paula, we have been trying, I promise you, that whole time we have been trying. Anybody remember that long ago when Kate Pulaski gave that incredible youth sermon? Well, that was actually just a couple weeks ago, but you know, that's going to stay with me forever. It's just like timeless. Anybody remember when Ben Heaton was shorter than his mother? Where does time go? Oh my goodness, it flies by. Time is an interesting concept because on the one hand, it's just time. There are 60 seconds in a minute, 60 minutes in an hour, and as they sang in the old musical Rent, 525,600 minutes in a year. On the one hand, time isn't a thing. It has no ontological essence, if I can use that big word. It's just a measurement. There's no substance to it. It's just little clicks that measure time. It just clicks away. But everybody knows. Everybody here knows there's more to time than that. It is a substance. Time is a real thing. It does mean something. Human beings have always thought a lot about time and what it means. And you can see this in a lot of places. You can see this in one place by the number of popular songs written about time. Just to name a few in the era of rock and roll, Bob Dylan a few years ago told us what we all know, that the times, they are a-changing. So Jim Croce wanted to put a little time in a bottle. The Rolling Stones knew that time waits for no one, so Cher asked what it would be like if I could turn back time. And Ann Murray prayed, time, don't run out on me, while Chicago asked the existential question, does anybody really know what time it is? (laughs) The older you get, young people, the more you will think about time. You don't have to be old to start asking, where did time go? Don't you remember Camp Prism? It's just like it was last summer, Camp Prism. But before you know it, you'll start asking, how much time do I have left in college? And then, just how much time do I have left? What happens at the end of my time? And what happens at the end of all time? You'll start thinking about those things. So let me give you one piece of advice as you prepare to leave Mama and Daddy. Sorry, Mama and Daddy. Please give yourself some time to think about 
time. God has given us time. It's God's most generous gift because God doesn't dole out a little bit for you and ration out a little bit for me. God has given all of us all the time there is. There is enough time for you to do everything you need to do in this life. We just need to learn how to use the gift of time wisely. We're calling our summer series that we're beginning today, and we'll talk about all summer long, we're talking about to everything there is a season, helping busy people think about time. There may be no more important issue for our age because people uniformly say they don't have enough time. We're always running late. We're always tired. We're always behind. There just aren't enough hours in the day. Anybody ever said that? There just aren't enough hours in the day. I'm so busy. It has become the measure of, of success in a culture, in a driven culture. Being busy is the badge of honor for a nation that cut its teeth on the Protestant work ethic. But maybe we need to consider workaholism the disease that it really is. God has given us all the time that exists. How can we say we don't have enough of it? When he developed his special theory of relativity, Albert Einstein proved that time and matter are connected, that there is substance to time. And Einstein said if you could go fast enough, you could slow down time. He gave this example. If you send an astronaut on a five-year trip and you put him on a spaceship that could fly almost the speed of light, when he returned five years later, if he was 15 when he left, how old would he be when he came home? He'd be 20, five years, right? Traveling at the speed of light. But if the 15-year-old astronaut had a 15-year-old 15, 15 twin brother, when the astronaut who'd been traveling for five years came home, his twin brother would be 65 years old. If you can go fast enough, you can slow down time. The faster you go, the slower time moves. And a lot of people have tried to prove that by working themselves to death, never slowing down, never taking vacation, never enjoying a leisure moment, not honoring the Sabbath as a rhythm of rest. Let's just work harder and let's just work faster and maybe there'll be more time. But you've already got all the time there is. I think the writer of Ecclesiastes tells us something quite different from Einstein. The ancient sage knew that there is a time for everything. There is a time for every matter under heaven. You cannot live fast enough to give yourself any more time. You've already got all the time there is. Now, one old sage, another non-biblical old sage, gives us some help by this in suggesting that a full life is composed of four equally important parts. And I want to offer this guide to our graduates as they get ready to go into this next stage of their lives and to the rest of you as a guide for how to live in the so-called real world. Work, play, love, pray. Four 
equally important quadrants of life, work, play, love, pray. No life is complete without dedication to each of these four areas. The writer of the book of Ecclesiastes elsewhere in his book says, whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. Work is where you find your place in the intricate tapestry God is working in the world. Work is meaningful and fulfilling and useful in itself. As you four, you five go off from this place and try to figure out your place in the world, I hope that you will find some work to do that is meaningful. Work to do that is, gives you passion. Work that is not just about a paycheck. Learn to love to work. If you're continuing in your school, your work will be study. Give yourself to it. And whatever you do, you will not be disappointed by working hard at any age in any stage. Work. But as the old adage says it, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy or Jill a dull girl, as it would be. So life cannot only be about work. Discipline yourself to work. But leave yourself enough time to play. Make good friends. Laugh a lot. Be silly. Do things that don't compute. Amy and I were at a wedding uh, last night in the wedding reception and the band sang, be young, be foolish, be happy. No matter what age you are, learn how to play as hard as you work. The third point, the ancient Greeks spoke of three kinds of love. Agape was God's love, and philos was platonic love, the love among friends. The city of Philadelphia is the city of brotherly love. And also there was eros, erotic or romantic love. The third quadrant of life encourages us to explore the romances of life. Everyone needs a couple good bromances or womances, as the internet told me yesterday. I never heard the word womance. So you need a couple good bromances or a couple good womances and everyone deserves the chance to know a deep romantic affection. Give some time to love. Work, play, love, and pray. When you go off to college, if that's what you're doing, wherever you find yourself next year, please don't forget what you learned here. Please don't put your spiritual life on the shelf to gather dust for four years. Find your own appropriate way and appropriate place to explore God. Maybe it will be through a Bible study with friends. Maybe through some campus organization. Maybe you'll develop your own system of private devotional study. Maybe you will actually choose to find a church wherever you are next year and go to church on Sundays. Your spiritual life also deserves your time. Work. Play, love, pray. A little philosophy, a whole lot of practicality. Now, if you went to Camp Prism a few years ago, and most of you did, um, you should have no problem learning, remembering work, play, love, pray, because we sang it in our little song, Shout It Out. I've got to shout it out from the rooftop. I've got to shout it out. I just can't stop. I've got to work it out, play it out, love it out, pray it out. God is so good, I've got to shout it out. Work, play, love, pray. It was like they were at Camp Prism just last summer, wasn't it? 
No, we didn't practice that. Apparently, they just remember that from all those years ago. Work, play, love, pray, a little philosophy, a lot of practicality. God is so good, there is enough time for everything we need to do in order to make meaning out of this life we have been given. Young people, graduates, old people, there is enough time. May God be with us as we learn to make meaning of every matter under heaven. May it be so. Amen. We invite you to learn more about Park Road at parkroadbaptist.org. Park Road is a progressive faith community located in Charlotte, North Carolina, encouraging independent thought, community service, social justice, and interfaith understanding. Today's podcast was produced with production help from Hugh Ashcraft, Brian Smith, Bruce White, and Rich Dower. Our theme music was composed by Brandon Michael Williams. Thanks for listening today. Grace and peace to you.